You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. For everything Buccaneers, it's Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns. Now, here's your hosts, Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. What's going on, Bucks fans? Welcome back to another episode, a new episode of Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns, your favorite Bucks podcast. Yes, I went as far to say your favorite. And your favorite Bucks podcast can be found on a weekly basis. New treasures, new week that you sail into with a brand new episode on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, starting next week because this Sunday is finally week one of the regular season. And be Ooh, sure whoop. to follow me at the sports case with a K, Kaylee Mizell, as you hear that on all social networks to keep up to date with all the new episode drops and mini episodes because Kaylee brilliantly came up with some fun mini episodes for you guys that just keeps the hype and, of course, keeps you up to date on all Bucks news information, insight, all the great things. Kaylee, what's going on? Hi, Casey. Hi, fans. <laughs> I am so excited, Casey. I know I gave college football fans a hard time last weekend, Oh, but yeah. wasn't it so good <laughs> to have some football back? And Casey, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that UF doesn't produce quarterbacks because if you watch the Florida game where they beat number seven Utah, I saw a pretty Ew. decent quarterback doing some pretty good stuff. I should have been prepared for this. I am <laughs> so happy you were going to have college football. You back. Moment. Of course, I. They beat the number seven team. UF wasn't even ranked, and like was we put some pride on our back. Like, hello, it we're was cute. here. Go Gators, <laughs> chomp chomp. Like I taught my, I taught my 16 month old son how to chomp and he goes around and he chomps people. Oh man. Um, and just when I thought I loved so, babies. No, I'm kidding. So <laughs> great thing you mentioned this though. Um, because it was very cute. I did think about this and I'm like, oh man, this quarterback's doing some flashy things, which means everybody is going to be haunting for me to be like, Casey said that UF doesn't produce quarterbacks. You might have to walk the play of this another running quarterback that won't be able to translate into the NFL. I don't know. I saw that really cool play of the guy just standing in the end zone. And I'm like, okay, this is so swaggy. This is cool. But this is one of those things that will never translate to the NFL. I I processed all of that in the split second being prepared for this. And yet I still hopped on the show unprepared for you to have your moment. I don't know because I think that – the Bucks are about to play a quarterback <laughs> who was considered a running quarterback in college and just got a payday from the Cowboys. Dak He's Prescott got the build boy. of like a fullback meets. I mean, wide Casey, receiver. here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. The Gators won, and you can't break me down from my high. I'm gonna let you have your moment so, because no Gators. Both of my teams won this weekend, so I'm a, I'm in a grand old mood. Besides the fact that. 
allergies are taking over and my eyes are barely open right now. Um, I look like somebody smashed me in the face with, I don't know, poison ivy, but it's cute all around. Um, but other than that, great mood because UCF opened up college football with a with a nice little flashy performance as well. And then to make it better, FSU somehow upset LSU. And that was just chef's kid. Two of the worst teams in the entire state of Florida. In the eyes of a gator. Only in the eyes of a gator. I love you, but your taste in college sports. I'm so glad we're friends. And this is not going to be taken too much to heart. But in any college football conversation, Kaylee and I are frenemies. And then... Once we get to do what we love, which is chat with you all about the Bucks, then we're back at it. We're good. K squared is 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 coming in Ooh, hot. I like that. K squared. That's a that fun was one. a cute little thing with all like my friends in high school that had K names. Whenever yeah. we were walking around and be like, K squared entered the corner. Shout out to all the Tampa Bay kids that that grew up around uh, Alonzo Plant High School and all those fun places. But Okay, I'll let you have it. The quarterback looks cool so far, and uh, we'll see what happens next weekend. We'll see what happens. I bet you Florida is going to be ranked. Uh, but outside of college football, Casey, I am excited because this is the – we just went through the last weekend. Oh, with wait. No. I think what are we, we would be remiss not to give a massive congratulations to Kaylee Mizell, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Do you want to tell everybody where they can find you and all the exciting things that you have coming? I think it's important. Well, thank you so much, Casey. So in addition to talking about Bucks on a pretty weekly basis, on a three times a week, tri-weekly basis, is that yeah. when I say that? On yeah. a tri-weekly basis on Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns <laughs> and the Odyssey app and wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, I'm also back to Bally Sports, and so I'm going to be covering football college football, the NFL. We're going to be talking NHL. Uh, you're going to see me out at some Bolts games, Rays games. So I'm so we've got a lot going on. Casey, I'm I'm pumped. Uh, thank you so much for the congratulations. I'm excited to of course. Uh, be with the team. They're great over there. Uh, and the I'm Kaylee Crude was hype when they read it today. So I just were. felt like it needed to be announced even more. Um, cause thank you definitely you. deserve it. As when we first met, it was like the minute that I met you, I was like, you're an inspiration and you were oh one of the nicest people that I've ever met. Like you didn't make me feel awkward or intimidated in this career. You were just so welcoming and, and advisatory. So I just felt like the congratulations needed to extend beyond as far as we can scream it. So yeah, guys, well, I'm blushing. I'm, I'm I'm, love on social. I'm so honored. Casey, you're the best. Uh, you know that I feel the same way about you. You know how much I, I love and admire you and what you do and think how awesome you are. Um, and, and, and Casey, I, I just, I'm, I just am out of my mind excited. We like NFL is happening this weekend. No more preseason. The real get out of here with the pre. Guess what? Here. Preseason. Walk the plank. Walk the plank. Yes, we don't get have to out of here and like watch the twos and threes and fours go at it. Like now, it's the real deal. It's it's the gamers. It's game on. And week one versus the Cowboys is going down, guys. And per usual, we we just got to touch on any kind of headlines that have taken place. Keep everybody informed. Like we said, this yeah, is of course Jolly Rogers and touchdowns is your favorite podcast to get updates, insights, and information. So. One thing that I just like have to have to start the week off with is the fact that Chris Godwin, one of your favorite wide receivers in a Buccaneers uniform, is making that much more progress towards being back on the field for game time. 
He's looking really strong in practice, but more importantly, he's doing some drills and some warm-ups without a knee brace. So he has now entered another step, another phase of this of this bounce back of this redemption tour that he's about to execute. And so I know that's pretty good news for everyone. And depending on where your fantasy football leagues lie, maybe that'll help lean you in a direction or two. I don't know. Fantasy football stresses me out, but hopefully that could be a nugget for your <laughs> roster. Um AC over here but, dropping nuggets. I know. We always just want to give them a little sprinkle of something. But yeah. aside from Chris Godwin's little, you know, continuing to progress, I think the most important news is this new depth chart. Unofficial, we should say. Did you see anything on the depth chart that was, like, significantly different, shocking, or more of like, a okay, I saw this coming. Like, what was your reaction to anything on this new unofficial release? So... Uh, we've talked about this before. Um, Rashad White is, uh, he's a gamer. He's going to go yes. after it. And he, he is officially listed as uh, the number two. He's right behind Leonard Fournette. And so if, I mean, I don't want anything to happen to Lenny. Lenny, please stay healthy. Do your <laughs> yes. darndest, you know, right? But like, this guy is a gamer and I'm just, I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. Uh, you know, I, I think that that was something that I was like, good for him. Good for you. Yeah. Right? Like go and get yours. Um, especially because he popped out preaching that he was going to snatch that number one spot. Totally. And yeah. I really like what he said. He said, my mindset is I can only get 1%. I can only get better 1% each day. My goal is to be smarter but here's what I really liked, Casey. He said, I'm pushing Lenny. I'm pushing the other guys around me. Uh, Sneak, you know, who is Keyshawn Vaughn, Keyshawn Gio, Vaughn. Gio Bernard. We're all pushing each other. And I think that I know in the last episode, John gave his breakdown and he said, hey, look, yes, they're going to run more, but like you're not going to change too much and they shouldn't change too much from their offensive structure. I'm not saying that they should, but what I am saying is when you have a complete offense that is able to attack and execute in different ways and different running backs attack in different ways and they have different strengths, if you're Absolutely. able to have a good mix and then they're all able to elevate themselves, what it, what is it? Like all ships rise when the waters do that's not the phrase but it's something like that you get the sentiment <laughs> i got get the idea. sentiment yes very much so um which is okay so i'm glad that you mentioned that and that you picked that as one of your things for the new unofficial depth chart if you will um because we you initially were very high on Keyshawn vaughn and then i, I started to get there and then i'm thinking when the the previous unofficial depth chart came out. Keyshawn Vaughn was ahead of white. And now here comes white just like gunning for that. Not that he, not that I ever think he's going to really hit that first string part, but the one and two rotate out depending on scheme and stuff. Um, but I was kind of a shock to me. I felt like we saw more out of Vaughn, if you will. But I think maybe the leg up for white was the fact that I also saw him listed on special teams. So that's going to be a unique, interesting little battle that we see. How much is he going to elevate that wide that running back room, if you will? Is it going to light a fire under Keyshawn Vaughn? Um, Gio Bernard really kind of just has his role and his functionality, and I don't don't think he's concerned much outside of that. But I want to see what the dynamic becomes between Keyshawn Vaughn and Rashad White. So that one did stick out to me as well. Um, any stick out? Any other you know things that stuck out to you? 
Yes. Okay. Box fans, the ones who had questions about this cornerback battle, uh, what's going down in the CB room? Well, what's going down is that Jameel Dean has officially beat out Sean Murphy Bunting heading in to week one, game one at Dallas versus the Cowboys. So you're not going to see SMB at that first string position, or we know Carlton Davis, but um, lining up opposite of Carlton Davis is going to be Jamel Dean. And I think he earned it. I think he showed up that much more in training camp. I think that when his number was called last season, he did quite well. There's obviously a lot of room for him to grow, but I think he started to take the right steps in the right direction. And unfortunately when you're competing in that position and SMB has had a lot of heat on his back, Jamil Dean has made some strides, maybe not as large, but some strides. SMB was kind of expected to have a larger, louder training camp. And he didn't do that. He was very quiet. I really couldn't, I can't recall anything about him. He didn't make much, anything really memorable happen. So when you're competing at that point, it was just kind of worth it to give Jamil Dean that opportunity to see if he was going to build off of the confidence that he started to grow and step into last season. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jamil Dean is that CB2 slot and he will be lining up uh, across from Carlton Davis in the Cowboys game. And I think that's going to be huge because film wise, I mean, SMB didn't get to play long, but you'll get to compare and contrast that from the game versus Dallas opening week last year before Sean Murphy Bunting hurt his elbow. So that's really interesting. And then kind of staying on the defense, Kaylee. I know a lot of people were freaking out when that 53 man roster came about and they're like, where's Logan Ryan? He's there. He's there. And half of you guys caught on to the trick. Half of you guys read the articles that explained that once Ryan Jensen went to short term IR, I emphasize the word short term there. Um, or the phrase that Logan Ryan ended up signing his contract and leveling out. So now you've got Antoine Winfield Jr., Logan Ryan, uh, Mike Edwards, and Keanu Neal, who's now officially at the proper weight to be a strong safety, if you will. So some awesome changes that kind of make this – I'm just ready for Sunday. I'm counting down heavily. I, I can't handle the anticipation anymore. And everyone's like, relax, it's a short week. It doesn't feel this way. <laughs> It, it feels, feels like counting down to Sunday forever. Oh, yeah. And I think it's because you have such a long break between the last preseason game and mm -hmm. then the first regular season game because it does feel like a long time. Now, Casey, I'm going to come at you with something that knowing that we just talked about the depth chart a little bit, I think that they're the Bucks just did something and there could be time or an opportunity for the Bucks to add mm. something or someone because ah, of ah. the restructuring of um, Shaq, Shaq. Shaq Mason's con contract. So mm -hmm. they get Shaq from the Patriots and they are supposed to pay him $16 million, but he, Shaq, and the Bucks came to an agreement where they're going to restructure that contract. Usually that doesn't mean that the player is being paid any less. It just sometimes incentivizes more bonuses or um, the, payout. The, pay, the payout. Yeah, the pay structure is is not pay per year. It's pay per year is less. And then there's the different like bonuses and payouts that like you're saying that that help so that the team doesn't have the same amount of uh, cap space. Yes. And so 
right now, (laughs) the Bucks, they were, they had just about a million or so dollars to play with. Now Mm -hmm. they have close to eight to play with seven or eight. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, and we're going to get to it in a second, maybe some question marks at the O-line. I think the Bucks could go out and get a steal either early in the season, maybe even before Sunday. Um, and I think it, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks make some moves here in the next few days to add somebody in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. And I think if they did add something in, Casey, I know that you emphasized that short-term uh, I, IR, mm-hmm. IL, <laughs> IR. IR. IL is I. baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, Captain. There we go. Um, oh, Captain, look at us. Yeah. With the, with the, CS go. With the reference. Um, I think that, the, I think that, I don't know. I think that they would go out and do somebody with, the, get somebody to help with the O line. But I'm wondering what you think. If they were to bring somebody on, they have the space now. They can. Mm-hmm. Do you think they will? And if they do, is it going to be to add in somebody on the O-line? You know, great question because at this point and between the conversation that we had with um, John Ledyard, our, our great guest from last week, and just a lot of the research that's been heading into week one, it's kind of like by the time you bring this person in, get them up to speed, see if everything pans out, then you're already getting that much closer to the hopeful return of X, Y, and Z. Um, so is it worth the money where you can add depth to another position group on this roster? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But our dear friend, um, the captain, El Capitan, Tom Brady, made some interesting comments that were Mm -hmm. supposed to be inspiring, I guess, or motivating, I guess, or I don't really know what, but made some interesting comments um, regarding the offensive line on, on on a recent podcast. And it didn't sell me on the fact that he feels confident behind this O line. The biggest well, he doesn't normally know. talk about his O-line. Yeah, and he kind of so. has his phrases that he sticks to when he's asked questions. And, you know, it's typically the, well, that's football, so we'll see. And that's football, and that's football. And this didn't stay as small as that's football. Um, one of the, one of the opening comments that Tom Brady made regarding his offensive line is that they're going to have a challenge ahead of them. Literally, it's going to be a challenge to play behind this offensive line. And Tom Brady is going to give them 
many advantages. I've said it, Ledyard said it last week, is that what's going to be a huge benefit to them is having a guy like Tom Brady in the pocket who has one of the fastest releases, one of the best, you know, he knows how to throw defenses. He's just so equipped to manage behind a okay offensive line. But the opponents that they have, okay is not going to be good enough. So um, it's going to be a challenge. But he was very high on the man that you just spoke of, uh, Shaq Mason, saying we've got Shaq Mason and I love him to death. And he spoke of their time together and how much he trusts Shaq Mason. And then he transitions from the praise to Shaq Mason to, you know, Hainsey has earned his teammates respect. And it's interesting that he said his teammates and I don't want to read too far. I'm into so it. glad you said that because I don't want to read too far into it, but it's just a weird way to say it. Yeah. He has earned his teammates. Well, you're a part of his, you're one of his teammates. You're How right you there, Tom. And I'm so glad you said that Kaylee, because here he says, you know, you know, Hainsey's earned the respect of his teammates. He's got great work ethic. He shows up every day, just like he did last year. Um, he's going to step in and try to do a good job. Try. That's okay. Um, then quickly pivots to Luke. Get a key. I've been, <laughs> I've been getting feedback on saying this man's name appropriately. Luke, get a key. And went as far to say has done a great job for us in training camp. We drafted it, we drafted him to come in here and play. We'll see if he can get in there and get the job done. And he's prepared to do a great job. So you go from the guy that you had more time with or got to evaluate more um, upfront and personal with Robert Hainsey. And he's going to be your go-to guy. Like you guys got to be intimate this season. He got your powder routine down packed, all the toweling correct. And yet, I wasn't sold on the confidence behind it. So that was just kind of an interesting thing for me. And then it almost felt like he had a little bit more of a boost to speak on Gadecki's half. Who's coming in at, um, what is it? Left guard, I believe. And yeah. on top of that, <laughs> starting left guard, no matter what happened in the previous few games and the last two that Gadecki Gadecki got to start, um, they trust that he's going to make those adjustments as in staying low, getting better hand positions, not getting mold around on the line. And he's got another opportunity to get that starting job and see how he continues to rise to the challenge. So we want to know you guys' feedback. Does Tom Brady seem confident behind this line? Do you guys think that this extra, you know, six to eight million dollars in cap space is going to be uh, a ticket for a vet to come in and, and alleviate and help out this offensive line? Or does that money need to go elsewhere? And then let's just get crazy with it. Why not? Is this going to be the opening capital to see the return of Rob Gronkowski at the end of the season? <laughs> of course you're going to bring it up. <laughs> I just had to go there. Why not? Uh, Why not? Well, before Let's we get all the way off of some of the things that Tom said, one of the things I found most interesting, Casey, was the way that he chose to inspire his teammates, specifically the linemen. Yeah. So... And, and I trust Tom Brady. He's a veteran. I'm assuming he knows this O-line well enough to know that, like, if this is going to work or not. But it is an interesting strategy, and it doesn't work for every single person. And that is sharing with them the negative things mm. that people have said about them. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm going to help you get better by telling you all of your negative reviews. Here's all <laughs> your one-star reviews on Yelp. And it's like, oh, that's. I, that's not going to help fun. every single person. That's not no. going to help every single person. So I'm 
hopeful that he knows that room well enough that he's going, that it is going to help them. And that's right. But I'm not confident because all he said was, I hope they take it to heart. All the things that people have said about them, which has not always been the most flattering things. Well, it's just so interesting. It's just an, and I, I just that. don't know. Some people I don't, yeah, like that. It could you know. work. It could work, but, then but it the could not need positive reinforcement. You know, the people that need that, that, that compliment sandwich, how's that going to go? That's what I'm interested to see. You know, everyone has different learning styles, has different uh, reap and reward styles. So I don't know, maybe, maybe it's an athlete, more of an athlete's mentality to be like, okay, you're going to adding fuel to the fire. But I know guys that sit at the podium and in press conferences that say these things like, oh, we're just going to let the haters talk. It just gets me going. And then they just continue to just do awful. I mean, if I had to be, <laughs> I don't want to call it savage, but a perfect example is running jo running back Ronald Jones last season. Like no critical feedback helped him get better at all. So everyone has their style, but I'm glad that's a, that's a great thing to point out. Kaylee, is that going to help? Is that going to fuel the fire? And we know that it feels Tom's fire because you he know, said it. people are yeah. constantly talking about him. Um, yeah. But I just like it. I think for the he, young guys. Oh, yeah. he feeds off of it for sure. He definitely yeah. loves it. He definitely, maybe that's the reason he took a, a little uh, hiatus because he wanted to fuel the fire. He needed some extra. Yeah, he needed some new going into the season. I don't oh, know. Maybe love so. that perspective. Theory. That's a theory. <laughs> uh, but speaking of theories, okay. Speaking of exciting theories, we've got an exciting season ahead of us. It's finally here. And you came to the table with a fun little draft that we're going to dive into here yeah. where Kaylee and I cannot pick the same team. Correct. The same opponent. Yeah. The same so, opponent. So the Bucks have 17 games this season mm -hmm. and they play 14 different opponents because they play three opponents twice. I think I'm doing that math right. If I'm not, then just hit me up you guys get the point aside uh, from the repetitive NFC <laughs> opponents so Casey and I are each going to start by drafting which opponent which game we are most excited for the Bucks to play mm -hmm. this season and once that game is drafted it is or once that opponent comes off the board mm -hmm. it is off the table you can't pick it and so I could have some on my list that are lower, but Casey has them higher on her list. Or I could have some on my list that are really high. And Casey has them that are also really high. And only one of us gets to pick it. Uh, but we thought it was a fun way to kind of preview some of the most exciting matchups this season. Because Casey, the Bucks have an action-packed schedule. Mm -hmm. It is a really exciting schedule. Um I'm really looking forward to it. I have like eight games that I kind of circled and I was like, Ooh, this is well, going to be pretty fun. This is going to be fun. While this, while our team, while the Jolly Rogers and touchdowns team were texting and stuff. And I'm over here like, okay, maybe we'll just do like top three or top five, but I have a list of seven games that I'm just over the moon about. And I was okay. sitting here forever contemplating, like, how do I cut this list down? So at least with this exciting draft style, while my nerves are like, oh, Kaylee's going to pick all my teams. Um, <laughs> I think I have enough quality backup to see if I can, if I can make a solid point here as to whether or not it'd be an interesting game, but you're right. This schedule is just so 
There's so many great options. Yeah, it's just so much excitement revolving around the schedule. And the interesting part is that there's a few teams where it's like it really could go either way. You really don't know. And it it depends on um, health and and so many other factors. So the excitement is still going to be very, very hot and heavy. So, yes, let's dive into our – But we don't know who's going to go first. So I know this is an audio medium. We have to rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) We're going to rock, paper, scissors on shoot, Casey. That's when we're going to. Is it one or best two out of three? Uh, Well, if we, I, let's just do one and done. One and done. Okay. Oof. The first All right. person who wins. So we're going to go rock, paper, scissors, shoot on I shoot. I feel like go. you're like really good at rock, paper, scissors. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have anything okay. up my sleeve. Okay. All right. All right. You ready? Go, guys. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot. Oh, you saw. Oh. Okay. We both did. Okay. Scissors. Okay, we both ready? hit the scissors. Okay, next both round. Both did scissors. Okay, ready? Yes. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Shoot. We both did paper. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Again. Okay. Here we go. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. I did scissors. Ah! You hit scissors. I get paper. Okay. Okay. So I get to go first. Yep. Okay. My number one draft pick for the Bucks <laughs> opponent this season is their November 6th game against the Rams. (laughs) For one, it is two days before my birthday. Whoop, whoop. Secondly, this is going to be an insane matchup. The Bucs and Tom Brady in a Bucs uniform has historically not done well against the Rams. And I am so excited to see these two teams face off. Plus, it's in the beginning of November both of these teams should be in mid-season form. Like they should be going on all cylinders. Like if there's yeah. any kinks to work out in the O-line, if there's any kinks to work out between Brady and the receivers, Great if point. there's any kinks to work out on the defense, they should have those kinks worked out. This is going to be an exciting game. It is the game I am most excited to watch the Bucks play this season. I think it's going to be action-packed TV. I think everybody's going to be glued to their TV when this game is on. It is going to be something. And it's at home. It's in Tampa. Yeah. So I'm pumped about it. No, I definitely – well, clearly they were they were on my list. But <laughs> whose list would they not be on? That's real. That's the real question here. Whose list would the Rams game not be on for every reason that you just said? Um, and, you know, to add to it, they're missing some of their star players that really helped get them over the finish line. I mean, the Ram season last year was 12 and 15. They scored 460 points. They allowed 372 points. And now you're doing that without Von Miller and without uh, Odell Beckham Jr. And Robert Woods, who was kind of that, that significant third down guy that you needed sometimes. And then, you know, will they finally solve the Cooper Cup solution well they finally figure out this equation called cooper cup who knows so um yeah i can't pick them but awesome pick kaylee because they are yeah i mean they've got tom brady's number and brady's trying to go out on the highest of high notes this season but kind of similar to that excitement you know you had matthew matthew stafford who just really loaded it up and you have this whole weapon tree, this arsenal of wide receivers that they once had and, you know, still kind of have. While they don't have an arsenal, they do have a quarterback whose name remains fluttering in the headlines with so many interesting things behind it. I'm going to have to take the Packers game off the board. 
that was literally my number two. We're on the <laughs> same page, Casey. Always. <laughs> so Packers, this team that started off with so much drama last year, Aaron Rodgers was not coming back. Then he ends up coming back, getting paid, all the things. Um, who doesn't love an Aaron Rodgers conversation? And then this team ends up going 13-4 and four last season, scoring 450 points and allowing 371 tied for 13th in the league. Now, why these numbers, Casey? Because they're not really a well-poised and pieced-together team by any means. This is one of those teams that is beatable, in my opinion, but you have to – you know, you have to do everything right. You have to make sure all the small details come and, and, and are executed well because Aaron Rodgers is an amazing quarterback. I mean, to throw for 4,115 yards and only throw four interceptions is massive because um, we know Brady, as well as other top quarterbacks in the league, especially last season, were in the double digits for interceptions. And then here comes Aaron Rodgers making it look like he can never throw a pick in his life. So, um, that's interesting, but where their weakness comes in is their offensive line. They have a huge rotation coming into their offensive line, um, of figuring out a lot of things at the tackle position, especially right tackle and right guard. So with them trying to figure that out, getting them week two in the season or not week two, week three in the season, I think gives the bucks an edge, but who knows? Because the bucks have to bring their a game and they have to kind of hammer out all those things that you mentioned beforehand, get a little bit more seasoned within the offensive line, a lot more confidence, a lot more trust, a lot more crisp. Um, so if they don't, that's a losable game. That's one that a lot of people are concerned about, but if not, then they can manage this team because the offensive line is going to be, you know, out of whack. They do have some wide receivers between, you know, new additions, Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard, Christian Watson, I was high up on in the draft, and I was devastated when the Packers got him. But he actually had a knee surgery this summer. So that went down to another rookie called Romeo Dubs, and he did pretty good in the preseason but has kind of butterfingers for the most part that I hope the Bucks take advantage of. So, yeah, a lot of interesting things to look out for in that matchup versus the Packers. Oh, and they're gonna, their defense is going to be throwing different looks this season, and they are really, really – not solid coming off the edge. So if Tom Brady has all day to throw, then he can pick apart this defense that's going to be switching into a 3-4 and, and throwing out more of a nickel package than a dime. And I found all of this so interesting because when Aaron Rodgers won MVP last year over Tom Brady, I found that offensive. And I feel like Tom Brady is going to rectify that situation with a W. We're hoping. I think you might be right in that. Okay, well, we've been on the same page so far. We might be switching it up here. I'm nervous about I what you have to say now. I have a sneak pick, but it's for a reason. I'm going to go Buccaneers when they play the 49ers okay. in San Francisco, December 11th of this year. Here's why. Great pick. We've all asked ourselves these questions about the O-line. We already talked about it pretty extensively in this podcast and in other podcasts. Guess who the 49ers have on defense? Oh. Just a, just a guy named Nick Bosa. And I'm really <laughs> interested. Just a guy. Just your average that Joe. <laughs> huh? <laughs> no seriously i love i love uh, that show i'm like who you got uh, me. so i'm really interested to see how that is going to play out also mm -hmm. does anybody remember and i'm not comparing these people explicitly but what i'm saying is 
there's something there. Does anybody remember when a guy named Patrick Mahomes came in the NFL? Do you remember when it, what he did? Mm-hmm. I think Trey Lance with under Kyle Shanahan, yes. this is a dangerous system. And mm-hmm. I think Trey Lance is a little bit underrated. I think there's some question marks by his name. But I, I think in the system, I think under Kyle Shanahan, I think you've got this incredible defense. I think you've got Nick Bosa. This is going to be a game. This is going to be a sneaky good game i promise you and that's why it is my second pick in the draft solid pick and i hope you're well no i don't hope i hope that trey lance does well just not against the bucks because um he's on my fantasy football team (laughs) 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 the only time you root against the bucks is for your fantasy i'm so selfish um but i agree 100 i think that he's a bit of an underdog there and you know they have nick boza they also still have one of the best wide receivers in the league somebody who we thought was gonna leave previously because he asked to be traded and then ended up staying and getting paid so um yes all the yes to that game in in san francisco that's gonna be really interesting Um, all right. So I got nervous for a second because maybe not to any, not many people may think of this, but the Ravens versus the Bucks, the Ravens are supposed to be, they're voted in as this team that's going to really shine this season. They're going to supersede their eight and nine record from last year. And to kind of put things into perspective to the Bucks losing to the saints. Oh, I don't know. Twice last season. Um, they nearly matched points scored and points allowed of the, the the Saints had last year. So we know that that can just be a very sneaky situation. Then you have a healthier quarterback in Lamar Jackson with longer legs that really just loves to stride all over the field. But why I'm most excited about this matchup is that when I got a chance to ask the guys in training camp some games they're looking forward to, Shaq Barrett that said the Ravens, Why? Because he loves a running quarterback. He loves a challenge. And he thinks that this defense is not only going to rise to this challenge, but that they are going to be able to manage it 10 times better this season than they were able to last season. And I agree. I feel like this Bucks defense is about to be Gravediggers 2.0. And I'm really hoping that they don't embarrass me, let alone disappoint me with this. So let's see what happens with the Ravens. They're favored to really up the ante and win at least three or four more games this season. Um, They're kind of got more of a complete package. They've been together a bit longer. So now they've got that rapport and they're really building and learning each other. So let's see if the grave diggers really are back. Can they have a heyday with this Ravens team or are the Ravens going to stick it to them and end up being that miserable, weird Washington commandos game that we all saw last year that just had no business playing out the way that it did. (laughs) I'm really also interested to see that, especially because you've got a guy like Lamar Jackson at quarterback there um, (laughs) and the way that he's able to create space, move his feet, uh, I'm I'm really interested to see that game as well. That was on my list. Okay, I'm down to my final pick. I'm kind oh. of between two, but I, like I I'm, know which one you're leaning towards. I'm going to go with the one that's going to get everybody a little bit more rowdy, and that's Ooh. going to be Bucks and Saints because. Yeah. It always brings out the best of both fandoms. This is going (laughs) to be fun. And 
as a little look into our future conversation, there are some people who are really hot on the Saints. And so I think that that is going to be fuel to this Bucks team. Oh, yes. Just seeing how this is going to play out. They always play each other well. The, it, it, it doesn't matter. And, and also, again, to my point earlier, Tom Brady – he hasn't historically done well against the saints in a Bucks mm-hmm. uniform. Um, mm-hmm. And so it will be very, very interesting to see how these games play out. Um, the Bucks don't have, or excuse me, the, the saints don't have Sean Payton anymore. They don't have Drew Brees anymore. Mm-hmm. What are they going to look like? I think there are so many question marks to even know what this saints team even is. Like what is their identity? We don't oh. know. I don't Great think question. anyone knows. And so there's so many question marks. How does this Bucks team actually go out and execute strongly against the Saints? Their, you know, division uh, uh, rival. Like, it's going to be very, very interesting, especially when you consider it in the grand scheme of yes. the NFC South. Oh, yeah. And with that said, you know, Bucks haven't beat them in a regular season and almost oh, well over two years at this point. Yeah. And you made a great point to say there's so many question marks there because in my opinion, I feel like they drafted quite well. They did some, they did well with some of the off season signings in the same sense. They have come up at a loss in certain positions. Um, and then as most recently, Marcus may arrested, um, he's not going to be a part of anything anytime soon. Cam Jordan, he's kind of started a, I wouldn't say fully digress, but he hasn't, he hasn't been, he hasn't carried his name the way that he has, you know, two seasons ago. So that's something that's going to be different. Um, are they going to heavily rely on the run game, even though they have the addition of Jarvis Landry? There's just so many question marks, as you said. And for some reason, they just know how to get under the skin of this Bucks team, of the Bucks in general. So it's always an amazing matchup. Um, a lot to just yeah a lot of question marks perfectly as you put it and now i hope the bucks have this chip on their shoulder with people saying that their saints have the 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 potential to be the nfc south champions and i i just don't see it regardless of how they you know built better or what additions they added to the team i still don't see them significantly being that much better than last season and becoming the champions of the nfc south um so to close out my draft side you know, I kind of got stuck here and then I had to- so many teams tied at this point. So I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You had to. You had I to. I was to hoping you picked them. Chiefs. Yeah. For all the reasons that anybody would assume, you know, it's the the rematch of, of Super Bowl. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's, you know, Tom Brady. It's this roster. It's this lineup. It's this O-line. This defense the freaking revive revival redemption of Gravediggers 2.0. This game is really going to tell us if they exist. This game is going to set the tone to say, hey, are the Gravediggers back or not? And so I am so excited to see this, especially also because it is at Raymond James Stadium once again. So this is a game that's probably top of the chart for me, even though I didn't name them first or second. They came in at third, but um, I can't wait to see how the Bucks match up with with the chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and can they slow down such an elite quarterback yet again? Um, 
yeah, I want to see what the vibe is there between the Bucks and the Chiefs. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's going to be good, Casey. I know it's going to be good. There are so many games, like we said, this season that we have to look forward to. Uh, But I think that the Bucs have a really good chance of winning the NFC South. I mean, John talked about it in our podcast last week, Jolly Mm -hmm. Rogers and Touchdowns fans. If you haven't gone and listened to that, definitely go back and listen to it. You don't really see that many other teams standing out, or do you? Because there has been some chatter, Casey, that some people think that there are other teams in the NFC South that are yeah. that are contenders, that are big contenders over the Bucks. Casey, this That's- is something that confuses me. It it kind of breaks my brain a little bit. <laughs> I don't understand. What do you think when you hear people say that the Saints and the Panthers are bigger and better contenders for the NFC South than Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Oh, my gosh. Well, so politely, I just wanted to assume that they didn't have their morning coffee. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was just kind of like, all right, we're coming off of a holiday weekend, you know, maybe – Got a little rowdy on Labor yeah. Day. Things got a little crazy. They didn't sleep well. Then they proceeded to wake up on this day, have no coffee, and then, you know, the madness commences. Because I just, I don't get it. Especially the Panthers. I don't even know how they leapt into that How are they in a conversation? Yeah. Baker Mayfield is not that guy. I don't know who really thinks that, but Baker Mayfield is not that guy to join the Panthers roster and just send them to a whole nother level. This is not a full send situation. Ladies and gentlemen, please stay off the juice. As for the saints, I understand that there is just this, you know, again, as, as you just touched on, as I just touched on the saints, just have this ability to really keep the bucks on their toes and walk away with these wins. Um, and while the bucks beat them when it counted, you know, it still it still leaves so many unanswered questions as to how how they'll manage this season in those matchups. So I can understand the Saints a little bit more. I know that on um, Kay Adams' new show, Up and Adams, which was just really cool to to, to watch and listen to, um, Sean Payton was more so saying that he has a lot of faith in that coaching staff, and he feels like the head coach is just going to step into a more official position to be able to conduct this offense to be um to be a weapon to really carve carve up their opponents and while i appreciate sean payton for saying that i think it's just kind of a given to praise your former team and you know your successor and stuff so i think that he was just being a highly positive guy and i think some people kind of got carried away with that because um they lost a lot of people. They brought in some people that have to get acclimated in that system. They have to see where the chemistry is going to strike. They have to see if they're going to be able to fire on all cylinders. And they're going to have to do that consistently consistently throughout the season in order to reach that NFC South champion spot. And I just think the Bucs are in a way better position to 
to claim that title. So yeah, uh, that's a little wild. I'm going to give them a break coming off a holiday weekend. People do crazy. Are we things. though? Are we though? Because we're about to go into walk the plank. How and well Casey, do you know me, Kaylee? Am and I letting Casey, them off the hook? I don't, I don't know if we should let them off the hook as we get into walk the plank. Yeah. Should these people walk the plank, Casey? I think we have a resounding answer for this. Anybody think who thinks that the Panthers or the Saints are going to claim an NFC South title this season, walk it. Walk, walk the, plank. the plank, baby. Sword to the back, hands Bye. rope tied, swan dive, and breast stroke. Do all the things because you have to go. Off the plank you go. And KCR and I are in full agreement. (laughs) We don't even have to do two different walk the planks, Casey. No, we're coming together on this one. Go home, walk the plank. We started the show on opposing sides with the college football talk, but this is where we come in unison as a team. Come together. (laughs) K-squared sending them off the plank. We'll broaden it for the whole, for however many people this is. But um, no, it's not going to be the Panthers. It's not going to be the Saints. Let's get real and let's dive in to the 2022 NFL season. It's here. The next team, uh, the next game on my list was going to be the Cowboys just because I'm so excited <sighs> for this game. I'm so excited for mm-hmm. Bucks football to start for us to get into the regular season to see these great offenses and defenses go at it. At it. I, I'm really, really pumped. The Bucks have a really great schedule and it's going to be tough early on Casey, mm-hmm. but we are going to be here every week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to break down all of the games on Jolly Rogers and touchdowns. So you can catch our next episode on Friday. We will have a game preview of the Cowboys. The I'm Kaylee. Deal. It's so real. It's so real. <laughs> I'm Kaylee Mizell. You can find me at Kaylee Mizell. Casey Hudson has been joining me on Jolly Rogers and Touchdowns as my excellent co-host, who Yay. I mostly get along with. <laughs> she can <laughs> she can be found at the sports case that is K-A-S-E. Casey, it's been so fun. As always, please be sure to follow us where ever you get your podcast and guess what fans check out the odyssey app because we are there too and we might even have some special things coming out soon but for that you will have to stay tuned until friday for now i'm kelly myself for kc hudson we're signing off and we'll catch you next time